0: How do you bridge that gap and how do you um, vet out the people and prepare them for, you know, the eventuality of we got to get our hands around this and spend the time? Like, how do you how do you counsel them on that?
1: One of the best questions ah, we've ever been asked, 100%. by the way. Yeah. And I would say that is actually your brand right? Mm-hmm. The number one job of your brand is to precede you before anybody gets on the phone with you or on a zoom call or meets you in person. They should already be familiar with you and what you stand for. Everything that you see out there about us on every platform, we'll talk about a couple of different things. Number one, we build profitable personal brands. Number two, our mantra is change how you seen and tra- change how you're seen and charge what you're worth. And then third is a personal brand is a lot more than a photo, a logo, and a tagline. We look at 77 different criteria when we build a personal brand. If people see those things on the front end, they're expecting something totally different on the back end. They're already prepared for it. And that's actually what we help all our clients do is build a brand that precedes you. So when your prospects get face-to-face, they already have their credit card in their hand.
2: Here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent, and your host. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. Hey, 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 it's a beautiful day.
0: All right, we're going to ride on for sure. You guys ready to take a ride with me, huh? Right on, right on. Yeah, I will tell you where we're going in just a second, but on today's episode, we are joined by two international best-selling authors and hosts of the Be Bold Branding Podcast. Together, they are partners in Brandface, where they have helped thousands of coaches, creators, and experts define, develop, and display their personal brands to change how they're seen and charge what they're worth. Their mantra is, People don't do business with a logo, they do business with a person. So you better strap up your seatbelts because we're taking a ride today to Powell, Ohio. And we're going to hang out with the brilliance that's behind the Be Bold Branding Podcast with Tonya Eberhardt and Michael Carr. Well, I'm really happy to have uh, both you, Tanya, and Michael on Podcasting Your Global Career. I really appreciate you guys coming on. And your company is Brand Brandface, correct?
2: Yes. And
0: and we got a lot to talk about. So, uh, so let's dive in. Um, so when you guys got together, and Michael, you coming from a real estate background, how did that like fold into what you were you know experiencing with tonya to say like how am i going to fit this in Or, or didn't even have to worry about it
3: it was uh i really was um like uh i had a lot of trepidation about hiring somebody else you know when you're young in business and you, I wasn't young, young, I, I had 20 years experience, but you're still learning every day. I still feel like I'm young. I'm 31 years now in business. And I still feel like I'm learning, but they, well, you know, I was um, had a certain amount of fear of hiring somebody else and getting involved. And I think that so many people, experience that because we put our best foot forward when we're selling a product and you have to you sort of believe that and then you have to test whether those waters are real and so I didn't really want to go down that road with with Tanya uh, but the way she handled that and handled my expectations which is literally her words that she taught me I want to handle your expectations Uh, the way she did that was so powerful to me i thought okay she's got the goods and um i started to work with her and then i knew instantly she knew what she was talking about and i could let that side of my marketing which i thought i needed but she ended up teaching me branding i could let it go because it was in the right hands yeah it was really i went from not knowing to instantly uh, uh i agree with this please do it. And she did it uh, So and delivered more than she promised. Part of your reticence
0: to have like hire somebody. Um, it's, it's about trust, right? Because it's your baby. You've always done it and it's like, nah, they're going to muck it up somehow. And I can just see it's not going to work out. Right. Um, and, and was mm-hmm. that sort of holding you back? You think it was, it yeah. definitely was. Yeah. yeah. So, so how long did it take you f- f- to, for the realization to say, wow, She's teaching me
3: something special here. (laughs) Uh, She might help me more with this, but I'd say a month, maybe. Yeah, she, she, um, I was, I do know this of the story. I was in San Bernardino, California. I was peppering her with questions. It was like a middle afternoon, you know, maybe two o'clock, something like that. Uh, So, you know, whatever, 12 o'clock to her or whatever it was, something around that. And, I, and I'm like, Pepper, and she's finally, she said, listen, you've asked me every question that you can ask me. All you can do now is just trust that I'm going to do it. And I just took a deep breath and said, well, I trusted you two weeks ago. I was just giving you more hell than I had to. Um, <laughs> and uh, so let's get started. <laughs>
0: so Tonya, tell me how how it was for you. Uh, taking this guy, this real estate guy and and working with him for the first time. Uh, Any challenges there? Was it like really superfluous? It just worked? Everything clicked? Or how did it go?
1: Well, I've got to say I worked with people across probably 25, 30 different industries before, wow. um, in the media world. And when I had a small agency before we became brand face and realist, Michael was my first brand face real estate client. So it was my first foray into the real estate world and personally branding somebody. So, um, at first I thought, okay, this is going to be pretty easy because in the real estate world, um, people are used to being the face of their business already. Their, Their photos are on their business cards. They're on their yard signs a lot of times. And they're used to kind of putting their persona out there. And I thought this is an industry that could really, really use the help because a lot of them put their face out there, but they really don't put their differentiation out there. And I knew there was a lot that I could teach. So when I started working with Michael, it was like it was like butter honestly it was like he he listened to everything he was anxious to get it done and the uh, he was like working with a thoroughbred and you kind of had to hold back the reins right and that's where literally i would say to him look I handled his expectations by telling him I was going to handle his expectations. I said, Michael, <laughs> let me handle your expectations. And he, at, at that moment, he knew that what he wanted yesterday was going to take at least another 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs> and so I knew that we but I had, know, a yeah. had a timeline. He had a timeline. And then we had this thing where it's like, okay, we all of these things cannot be a priority, Michael. So, we're going to do the one, two, three. Okay. So we're going to put some things are to one. That's a priority. Those things we take care of first. Second things are really important and right on the heels of that. And third need to happen sometime, but not this week. Right. And so then it became let's turn those threes into ones. Right. so we had a lot of fun throughout the process but it really taught me that um, when somebody wants it when somebody gets it and understands it that's the greatest client of all and it doesn't really matter what industry they come from because the principles of personal branding are exactly the same across every industry
0: so when you come to uh, a new client um, what is the typical experience for you guys when you bring somebody in and they do not have the uh, deep awareness that it takes to really understand how deep the branding component is. Because a lot of us think, and me, uh, you know, I, I'm a little more seasoned now because uh, I've had experience with it and failed at it so many times. And then finally talked to people who knew what they were doing. But most of us are like, well, what's what's to that? You, you pick out some colors and you slap up a logo and... You know, you go on Fiverr and spend $10 on a cartoon and put your photo in it. So you have to go from that to understanding like the whole process, which takes um, anything worthwhile, of course, takes time. So how do you bridge that gap and how do you um, vet out the people and prepare them for, you know, the eventuality of we got to get our hands around this and spend the time? Like, how do you how do you counsel them on that?
1: One of the best questions Not we've ever great. been asked, 100%. by the way, <laughs> and I would say that is actually your brand, right? Mm-hmm. The number one job of your brand is to precede you. Before anybody gets on the phone with you or on a Zoom call or meets you in person, they should already be familiar with you and what you stand for. Everything that you see out there about us on every platform, we'll talk about a couple of different things. Number one. We build profitable personal brands. Number two, our mantra is change how you seen and change how you're seen and charge what you're worth. And then third is, a personal brand is a lot more than a photo, a logo, and a tagline. We look at 77 different criteria when we build a personal brand. If people see those things on the front end, they're expecting something totally different on the back end. They're already prepared for it. And that's actually what we help all our clients do, is build a brand that precedes you so when your prospects get face-to-face, they already have their credit card in their hand.
0: Wow, mm-hmm. that's great. Tell yeah. me about your business. Um, your- either best story or most surprising story, or it might be a client that you thought you were gonna lose them and all of a sudden they woke up. Do you have anything that you can share uh, to let our audience know about the branding experience from your side, looking at the client coming in?
1: Oh, okay, okay, I'll um, I'll, I'll jump ahead on this one, Michael, because <laughs> this is the, I'm so passionate about this one. This actually happened about two weeks ago. We have a lady who is in our mastermind program right now, and she is absolutely incredible, but she came into our mastermind program with very little self-confidence about where she was going. Now, when I say this woman is accomplished, let me tell you who she is. She is a cowboy poet. For anybody who's familiar with that term, it's a very unique profession and somebody who is hugely talented absolutely mm-hmm. talented she was named female poet of the year and also won poetry album of the year two different times wow.
3: so accomplished and, and also i got to add this in also female poet of the year in canada and in america in the same year which has never happened before wow <laughs> okay
1: so she's incredible and um and when she steps up onto a stage she transforms the audience with her storytelling and poetry okay so she came into our program so that we could help her begin to understand begin to understand the process of how you go from building a personal brand to actually making it more profitable and so each step in she opened up a little more a little more a little more and then um we helped her put that brand together in such a way that we actually delivered on exactly what we promised, except we over-delivered in this instance. Most of the people that that uh, we personally brand end up charging about 60% more than what they did coming into the program, simply because they're better positioned for it and they're seen more as an authority at that, at that point. Plus, that brand is positioned to make them more profitable in terms of their programs partners and appearances and so when we positioned her properly and helped her justify the price she was charging for a performance she was able to command 300 percent more than she had ever been paid just three weeks into the program and wow. then she got another deal on top of that that she was paid 200 percent more than she had ever been paid and we were on the way to uh virginia um a couple of weeks ago and she she texted me and said you won't believe it they accepted the offer they just accepted it right and she was so uh overwhelmed and so grateful we immediately picked up the phone and called her and had a 30-minute chat where they're on the road that is the kind of thing that we're talking about and you don't it, it doesn't really matter where you are in the process if you're just starting a business or like her you've been doing it for 30 plus years There's always something that you can learn about how you present yourself that will make people stand up and take notice and allow you to command more money for what you're doing.
0: Hey, if you guys are really digging what is going on in this interview, reach out to Tonya and Michael. You can do so at brandfacestar.com. That's brandfacestar.com. And also check them out on their podcast, The Be Bold Branding Podcast. You can find it on all the major podcast outlets. Now let's get right back to our interview with Tonya and Michael. So great story. So my question is, what possessed her to raise her rates? Did you guys verbally suggest that? Or you did okay. So you said, yeah. so "Oh yes." So you said, "You're not charging enough. You got to charge more." And, she, and did she push back and say, oh, "I don't know if I should do that because"? Or she said, oh. "She
3: she, she uh, expressed trepidation, like yeah. uh, like I did with Tanya originally, uh, even uh, for a different reason, right? Uh, but, We're unworthy." But, uh, <laughs> she she did. She pushed back a little bit, and and Tanya just showed her like because she you didn't got think she to- was worth it. Yeah, well, well I got to say this, James. They they Tanya has uh, this unique ability um d- in two different ways. Number one, she's an unbelievable writer and she has the ability to draw out these great points about all humanity that uh, uh, that sort of um illuminates why you're here, right? Yeah. Like because we all have a part of the tapestry that we are here to fulfill and Tanya has this gift of being able to like pull that out of you because you've buried it maybe or because you are dealing with limited beliefs or things like that and that, that's the first thing and then the other thing is b- being versed in enough business um that we both have been in and in international business and being with big companies she was with big media before uh she got started her own company i was with big real estate and small real estate and so we've got these these opportunities to show to share with our clients what we have experienced and what people will do and so kate was able to say you know what i'm gonna put my faith in that even though i've never seen these steps before i've never seen this landscape before but i do believe you and we knew she was unbelievably talented and we, it didn't take us knowing that she had already won you know female poet and uh in all these different areas uh of her life she just didn't she just wouldn't allow herself to believe that and and it's sort of like tanya's ability to give them permission that makes the difference i it's sort of magical i gotta say and uh, she did it and then she was elated and uh, we've created a monster but it was a monster <laughs> that was already there it just needed to be like unhinged yeah that's,
0: that's, it that's seems la- it seems that even though we have talents uh, all of us out there have these special talents everybody's gifted in some way but most of us still need that permission slip you know and it, it just we tells do. me mm-hmm. that you guys are not only talented at what you're doing but you're also really great uh, accountability people and and coaches to be able to give somebody that extra. They just need that push sometimes, you know, to just get them over the line. And then it's like, oh yeah, I had it all the time, but I just didn't really believe it, you know. Yes. Let yeah. me ask you guys about. Uh, I'm assuming you do masterminds. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I, I I I don't know if I saw that in print, but it's pretty obvious talking to you. But uh, tell me about your mastermind experience. Um, as far as when you first got acclimated to this, your first experience with it, and what did that do for you and your business?
1: Yeah. So, uh- First thing is we hesitated to do it for a very long time. We were doing a lot of one-to-one clients, of course, and we thought, well, this is is personal branding. It's a very personal experience, so we're going to have to do this one-to-one, and then we realized, you know, no, we don't. We can do this in a group setting because they will have more than us to lift them up and mm-hmm. it has been the fanta- the most fantastic experience ever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because we realized yes we absolutely can do this this and i think another thing that makes our mastermind very unique is that it's not a do it yourself kind of setting you don't just come in and oh here's the principles no go brand yourself yeah. we literally will take a 12 week process and brand that person and build that brand side by side for 12 weeks until the brand is complete. And I'm talking about not just complete and you have all the building blocks, but all of your everyday marketing platforms already display your brand. And so that has, it's a fast pace. It's a great move, you know, great moving mastermind, but it's literally changed how we do business. And we still do some of the one-to-ones because people have different, um, uh, needs some people's schedules are so busy where they travel a lot and they just don't line up with the mastermind sessions we have or they just prefer not to be in a group setting. So you have two different personalities there. And I I've got to say though, the mastermind process really surprised me.
3: Yeah, if I could pigtail so, on that, I love it. Like we we discussed it for years. Yeah. We've been doing this going on our 12th year. We we discussed it for years. Like how how can we do this exponentially like we're meeting with people we're helping people create careers and and really showcase the stars that they are and and then putting that to work but how can we do this you know like any business person is like okay what's the scalability of this yeah but we only shied away from it and shied away from it, shied away from it and finally we just took the leap and did it and I it's my favorite part now I love the collaboration because in our mastermind when you're building brands we don't ever put like two different same um, type of um, uh, industries together in the same mastermind, so you get the you really get like this attitude from and and experience from other people in other industries that are not competing with you that have great ideas that help shore that up that, that your help.
1: industry's likely never thought
3: of. that your yeah. industry's never thought of. it's another they can show you another facet of the diamond right because it is multifaceted everybody every human's multifaceted and what we do is multifaceted uh you know very rare that if you want to if you want to go like work in in a service industry like mcdonald's or something like that sure they're going to tell you okay here's fry station here's grill station here's prep station here's of course you have have that segmented, but most of us that are entrepreneurs realize that that's not way real life is. And for us, like we have to wear this hat tomorrow, this hat today, this hat today, to be able to service our clients. And when you get in a mastermind with other you know, entrepreneurs, then they can offer you things that are in elevation to your brand that that has been exponential. And we've loved every second of it. It's been awesome. Like, so masterminds are so important to us now.
0: Yeah, they, um, I yeah. just had uh, recently, I used to have my own little ones, you know, and my son was in one of them actually. And you'd be surprised what you can learn from, uh, you know, youngsters, but uh, but uh, I, oh, was, yeah. I was in Salt Lake City, uh, in January, and we did a whole bunch of podcasts out there. We think we did ten or twelve, and then I was back again in uh, at the end of April, same thing we and we had masterminding in between the podcasts, and it was just absolutely just like you described, Michael. It's like, wait a minute, you got a cross section of all these different businesses yet they the contributions are so valuable because we all interpret information so differently and you know if you're malleable enough to sit there and just say just open your mind it's like man you can scoop up some gems just from sitting there taking notes and and Mm -hmm. you know just listening to the way people think and verbalize their ideas and so uh i'm just i was just over the moon about it you know about the relationships and the friendships that developed from this experience Mm -hmm. you know that's the ancillary benefit that you didn't even count on it's like wow these you know this. This could have legs i could be friends with these people for for decades you know for life for, as a matter of fact
1: yes. exactly yes
0: so how often do you guys run your masterminds is it is it something you do quarterly or do you just do it whenever a product's coming like how does it work for you guys
1: yeah so uh right now the plan is three a year uh, okay. we have one that starts in january one that starts in uh, april and one that starts in september Great, and they run for twelve weeks. So we take them very seriously. We carefully consider who goes in there. We don't put any direct competitors in there, so everybody feels like they can come in and really speak freely and be themselves. They don't have to worry about any competition stealing their ideas. <laughs> we all know that happens sometimes. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's the that's the game plan.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Um, best client for you guys. What has been your experience thus far? Um, out there, I know it's coaches, speakers, um, authors. I mm-hmm. guess or is that the sweet spot for you guys, or where should we look to find yeah, you guys? Yeah, so
1: so basically, it's it's coaches who it, it's entrepreneurs, experts, as as we say, who normally have multiple projects in their lives. So they're either an author, or they want to be one working on that book they have a podcast or want to be want to have a podcast they have a coaching program or a course and they're doing some speaking so a lot that's a lot right and a lot yeah. of times those things are misaligned so people feel like they're going in different directions but none of those uh, streams for them seem to be very profitable and that's really where we where our expertise is but what the one thing they all have in common James is they have um, They have a life changing message to share. And that life changing message to share comes as a result of the personal journey that they have walked, any obstacles they may have overcome. And they have now built a business to help other people overcome those same obstacles. And so that's really what they all have in common. But they feel very scattered. They're thinking, I've got this client here and this client here can I talk to both of them with one brand do I need to talk to both of them one brand with one brand how do I make this brand more profitable doing no more than I'm doing now and actually cutting back and so those are a lot of the things that we look at it literally is a whole lot more than just that photo logo and a tagline
3: yeah 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 it's it's hard for us to get lumped into that you know where we're just uh you know graphic artist or something like that that's just a tiny component of what we do and and i think that you know i had a mentor years ago he told me he's like he was in the car business, and he he told he told me he said people, friends, and family come to me, and be like hey 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 hey, you're not gonna make any profit on me, are you? <laughs> and he's like, I gotta make profit on you. My enemies won't buy from me. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, and it's funny because 20 years goes by, and you don't think about these things because you're in a you're in an industry, and you know maybe you're doing really good or whatnot. But then uh, Tanya sort of brought it to me, and we and it's one of the things that I really like about bringing to our clients yes you have value and you should not be ashamed to ask for that value and yes not everybody's going to pay for that value but that is okay right it may not be a fit for them at a time it may may circle back around you just have to focus on giving that value and get over being guilty for asking for that value. That's why we do what we do. It's why you have been brought to this place and experienced the things that you have experienced is so you can help somebody else. And it's funny about us humans, we will pay somebody else a lot of times, right? For the knowledge that we know they have, that we want, right? Everybody pays to go to school. You're going to make the mistakes yourself and waste a lot of money, or you're going to pay somebody who's already made the mistakes uh, probably about 10% of what you're going to waste to pay them. But then when it comes time for us to charge it, we're like, oh, I'm just I just can't ask for it. I just can't ask for it. And I'm yeah. telling all your <laughs> listeners, ask for it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've earned it. You've been through all that you've been through to teach you where you're at. Now you've got this product, and you're good at this product, and you've you've invented this product out of your need, and you want to share it with other, other people. It's okay to ask for a profit for that because you know it's like the plumber said. You know, when the guy, yeah, you, you know, the plumber hands you the bill, and the guy's like, "Dude, you were only here like thirty minutes. This is four hundred dollars." He's like, "Yeah, but I've been doing this thirty years." And the guy that's been doing it five would have took four hours. Um, and like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, And it's worth it. And you're like, yep, that makes sense. And you write him the $400 check and you give it to him, right? <laughs> and so I find it's really funny because all of us even battle it. Like every one of us battles that. We have gained this knowledge and now we want to share this knowledge, but we can't get over that hump of how do we charge for that knowledge. Yeah. And then we really try to help our clients build a Justify it. Yeah. that justifies that. Uh, easily, so we can just have conversations. We're not hard sell people. We're not hard sell people. We don't we don't push people into something they're going to regret tomorrow. We want the good fits, and we teach our clients to find good fits.
0: Well, I was going to ask you as we're winding down to. Um, to give me uh, something to, for people to take with them as to why they should go to you. So thank you for your clairvoyance, Michael. That was awesome. No. So, <laughs> In wrapping up, what do you guys like to do for chill time? When you're getting away from business, you oh, just don't want to like do anything. What do you guys like to do? We're going we're
3: to be doing it come Thursday.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, we're headed out tomorrow. Well, we
3: won't, but gonna... we won't do it till Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Us, we'll have to get up there tomorrow. Tomorrow's travel day.
1: Yeah, well, we have a little cabin and when I when I say cabin James uh, that was being generous when we first bought it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little cabin on the on the New River in Galax, Virginia and oh, the river wow. right by us is about 300 yards wide. Wow. It's absolutely stunning in a mountain backdrop. Uh, the house was we. Let's just say we bought that for the uh, million dollar view.
0: Yeah, <laughs> nice.
1: And we have spent the last uh, what year and a half, almost two years, uh, doing a lot, doing a lot of the uh, cosmetic work ourselves, and just a labor of love. And but that's where we get to chill, and that's our personal retreat. Uh, we kayak, we hike, we bike, we just live life.
0: Wow. Yeah. You, guys, you guys are wired the same way my fiancé and I are. We love all that. That's awesome. So good to get away and just be in God's playground. That's just the best, you know? Absolutely. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So um, best place for people to connect with you guys. What is your preference?
1: Okay, head to brandfacestar.com, brandfacestar.com, and there you will be able to do anything you want. You can see what some of our past clients have said about us, hopefully it'll all be good. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can, you can uh, get into some free training and you can definitely connect with us there if you want to schedule something, uh, a conversation with us about your brand.
0: Awesome. Tonya, Michael, thank you so much for being part of podcasting your global career. Really appreciate you guys coming on and sharing your wisdom today. And in parting, I just want to wish all of God's blessings on you, your family, and your
1: cabin. Uh, uh, thank, you, thank,
0: you thank
1: you so much. Thanks you for to, having us. You'll
0: have to come out and visit us. Absolutely. I, I would love it. I would love it. All right. Okay. You guys be blessed. Hey, if you guys like what's going on here, please leave a great review in the Apple Podcasts. I've left a simple review process in the show notes and we'd really appreciate it. And also, don't be shy. Forward this to your best friend because you know they need it. Hey, if you need some coaching, hit up the link in the show notes. It's calendly.com forward slash dharmic and you can take a little chance with me, and I'll get you on your way. That's a wrap for me today. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor. So until the next time, when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials, or I'll see you from the stage.
2: Ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mysteries. Ride on, ride on, baby, baby, you and I can find the key Right on, ride on, we can unlock each other's destiny I taste the breeze of freedom, it's tingling on my tongue